Welcome to today's Brief Intelligence Session. Welcome to the show where we discuss Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, COVID-19 and the Great Reset, and the rise of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Today we are discussing an article titled, Gene Editing Experiment Turns Fluffy Hamsters into Aggressive Mutant Rage Monsters. We have the priest class, who are part of the burgeoning scientific dictatorship, experimenting with the animals that God made. Not only that, experimenting with humankind as well. Also experimenting with the food that we eat. Polluting botany. Polluting herbs, flowers, trees. Contaminating and destroying Rivers, lakes, streams, oceans, seas, in all bodies of water, even polluting and corrupting the clouds. What a sad situation we are living in the midst of. Serpents in human costumes, doing that which they ought not be doing and destroying the planet Earth. Okay. So we have these serpents in human costumes continuing to trample the code of life. They are continuing to create monsters, hybrids, chimeras. They are manipulating and augmenting and altering and scrambling the code of life. They are returning to and resurrecting the sins of Genesis chapter 6, Bereshith chapter 6, Perek 6. Revelation chapter 6 verse 8 makes a reference to a time coming when animals will turn against humankind. Revelation chapter 6 verse 8 talks about Behold a pale horse, but in Greek the word is chloros, chlorox, where we get the word in English or the color green. Chloros means green. Chloro means green. That's why chlorophyll, which is food developed via the process of photosynthesis, is primarily green in the leaves of plants and trees and herbage, etc., etc. Anyone, the one who rides upon the green horse which is being called the Pale Horse. His name will be Death. 
and he will be given power over one-fourth of the earth to kill via the sword, famine, hunger, and via the beasts of the earth. Let us jump right into this article and see what it's talking about. It says, a team of scientists in the United States have accidentally created overly aggressive mutant hamsters following a gene editing experiment. Using the controversial CRISPR technology, researchers at Northwestern University were examining a hormone called vasopressin. And its receptor AVPR1A. They opted to try and remove the latter from a group of Syrian hamsters with the expectation it would increase bonding and cooperation between the lovable little critters. So what they in essence tried to do was to make them nicer and more loving towards one another. At least that's what they're trying to make it seem like they were doing. That's because AVPR1A is understood to regulate things like teamwork and friendship, as well as dominance and bonding. Their expectation proved to be wrong, very wrong. We were really surprised at the results, said Professor H. Elliot Albers, the lead researcher on the study. We anticipated that if we eliminated vasopressin activity, we would reduce both aggression and social communication. So in essence, what they were trying to create was a defenseless, docile, mute, compliant, obsequious little slave. The academics found the adorable bundles of fluff turned into mutant rage monsters exhibiting high levels of aggression towards other same-sex individuals. This reminds me of what took place in the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith. They claim to have found a vaccine that could cure cancer. And they gave it and administered it to 10,000 people. All 10,000 people had seemed to have conquered cancer. Then a few months down the road, they mutated into violent, bloodthirsty, sunlight-resistant or sunlight-allergic, vampiristic monsters. Interesting, but truth is stranger than fiction. All hamsters, regardless of genotype or sex, exhibited aggression, including chasing, biting, and pinning, when exposed to a non-aggressive, same-sex, conspecific, in a neutral arena. Professor Albert admitted the results of the experiment were a startling conclusion. 
The scientists chose to experiment with Syrian hamsters because, unlike mice, they have a social organization that's similar to you. Actually, the article says, similar to humans. Professor Albert explained, even though we know that vasopressin increases social behaviors by acting within a number of brain regions, it is possible that the more global effects of the AVPR1A receptor are inhibitory. We don't understand this system as well as we thought we did. So ladies and gentlemen, it should be understood that whom the world calls experts, pundits, and professionals do not always know what they're talking about. They more so not know what they're talking about than knowing what they're talking about. The percentage of them being wrong is far higher than the percentage of them being right, is what I'm trying to say. Let us transition into some strange statements made by the CEO of Pfizer. And also let us briefly listen to some statements made by one of the chief officers of Bayer Pharmaceuticals as well. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. So here Albert Bola is talking about microchips being implanted inside of tablets, pills that are taking, taken orally. Listen again. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. He says it is basically a biological chip that is placed inside of the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. Once the tablet dissolves inside of your stomach, it sends a signal that you have digested and taken the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take. He said that the insurance companies will have information that the medicines that you, the patient, are supposed to take have been taken. Imagine the implications and the compliance. Hmm. Let us listen to what Mr. Tedros, the current leader of the World Health Organization, let's see what he has to say about booster shots. It's emerging now of its benefits, especially with elderly uh, groups, uh, senior citizens, especially above 65 and above 60. 
So if it's going to be used, it's better to focus on those groups who have risk of severe disease and death, rather than as we see some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right. Then the equity issue comes here. Instead of boosting a child in high-income countries, it's better to vaccinate the elderly in countries who have uh, the elders who, are, who have not been vaccinated, even the primary vaccines. So the equity issue should also come into, into play. So the boosters are killing children, according to Mr. Tedros of the World Health Organization. Now let us listen to bumbling, fumbling, stumbling, traitor, Manchurian candidate Joe Biden talk about briefly the food shortages that are coming to the United States. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re re talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country. So I don't understand why Biden would implement sanctions that would negatively impact the United States and starve the people of his own country. But... The idiot did just that. Now, before I let you hear the gentleman from Bayer, let us briefly take a look at and discuss some of the data and information around gene therapy. We stated, I stated, for two years in a row that these shots that have been administered are not to be considered vaccines because they are not. They are specifically gene therapies. What is gene therapy? Human gene therapy seeks to modify or manipulate the expression of a gene or to alter the biological properties of living cells for therapeutic use. Gene therapy is a technique that modifies a person's genes to treat or to cure disease. Gene therapies can work by several mechanisms. Let's take a brief look at the overview concerning gene therapy. Gene therapy involves altering the genes inside your body's cells in an effort to treat or stop disease. Genes contain your DNA, the code that controls much of your body's form and function, from making you grow taller to regulating your body systems. Genes that don't work properly can cause disease. Gene therapy replaces a faulty gene or adds a new gene in an attempt to cure disease or improve your body's ability to fight disease. Gene therapy holds promise for treating a wide range of diseases such as cancer, cystic fibrosis, heart disease, diabetes, hemophilia, 
and AIDS. Researchers are still studying how and when to use gene therapy. Currently in the United States, gene therapy is available only as part of a clinical trial. Except the things that were administered via the COVID-19 program under emergency use authorization was actually the initiation of a global trial, a global clinical trial. Barack Obama admitted to this. Barack Obama admitted that everyone who took the shot voluntarily entered into a global clinical trial for gene therapy. What is messenger RNA? At least let us address one aspect of it. Messenger RNA vaccines teach our cells how to make a protein that will trigger an immune response inside our bodies. Like all vaccines, mRNA vaccines benefit people who get vaccinated by giving them protection against diseases like COVID-19 without risking the potentially serious consequences of getting sick. Every single thing they just said is twisted in an absolute lie, except for the fact that the messenger RNA program and code does instruct your cells on how to make proteins that will trigger an immune response inside of your body. That part is true. But as far as preventing you from getting COVID-19, that is an absolute blatant lie. And not only will you get sick from COVID-19, you will develop other diseases because of the ingredients and the adjuvants in the injection that nobody is discussing at all. Genome editing, what is this? Genome editing or genome engineering or gene editing is a type of genetic engineering in which DNA is inserted, deleted, modified, or replaced in the genome of a living organism. What is a gene, somebody might ask? In biology, a gene is a basic unit of heredity and a sequence of nucleotides in DNA that encodes the synthesis of a gene product, either RNA, ribonucleic acid, or protein. During gene expression, the DNA is first copied into ribonucleic acid. The ribonucleic acid RNA can be directly functional or be the intermediate template for a protein that performs a function. Now let us take a brief moment to listen to the words of a gentleman, Stefan Ulrich, at the World Health Summit discussing what his company, Bayer, has found to be important and what they've learned from 
the effects of COVID-19, the agenda, that is, and how well the reception of messenger RNA shots has been due to the crisis generated via COVID-19. Mr. Ulrich will speak now. Really taking that, really taking that leap, uh, us as a company, Bayer, uh, in Salad Gene Therapy, which to me is one of these examples where really we're going to make a difference, hopefully, uh, moving forward. There's some, uh, ultimately, the, uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, if we had surveyed two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a, a gene, th gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body? We would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. He called it gene therapy and cell therapy. He called it gene therapy and cell therapy. No, it's not a regular vaccine. No, it's not a regular vaccine. So when I discussed specifically you entering into a transhumanism agenda, that is what I meant. When I stated that you are being augmented and changed into something less than human, that is what I meant. The moment you accept complementary DNA into your body, you are no longer human and you are patentable and copyrightable. You are a product of a pharmaceutical company. That's a fact. I'll let him repeat some of those statements again. Uh, uh, gene, th gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body, we would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. I think uh, this pandemic has also opened many people's eyes to, to innovation in the way that uh, was maybe not possible before did you well he made that very clear now in closing let us discuss the future of the world since we have many different sources that reveal that what will emerge from this global operation is sterilization, depopulation. And through the reception of these inoculations, what will commence is self-annihilation, self-eradication. The sperm rates are dropping all over the entire earth, yet no one seems to know exactly why they keep stating the problem but they never seem to get down to the root cause of why this is happening now in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 Bereshit chapter 1 verse 28 from the King James version of the Bible 1611 it states and God who is Yahweh blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. He said, be fruitful and multiply. But what we find developing and taking place is a fruitless world, a seedless 
world. We already know that the spike protein, the spike protein bioweapon that people were told stays in the arm after reviewing the biodistribution report from Pfizer released in Japan, they found that only 25% of the vaccine or injection, the code injection, gene altering inoculation, 25% of it stays in the arm and the 75% rest of it goes throughout the entire body, but primarily congregates around the ovaries and gonads of men and women creating issues creating and generating abortions and inducing sterilization so let me say that again Upon reviewing the analysis from the biodistribution report put out by Pfizer in Japan, we have come to learn that these genetic code injections, genetic code altering inoculations, they do not stay within the deltoid of the arm. 25% stays in the arm and the other 75% goes throughout the entire body, damaging the entire body even making it past the blood-brain barrier and damaging the brain, damaging the heart, damaging the gonads, damaging the ovaries, etc., etc. We are entering into a scenario that we, we find in the movie, The Children of Men. Let us briefly in closing take a listen to this clip, which describes the future that we're heading towards. I can't really remember when I last had any hope, and I certainly can't remember when anyone else did either. Because really, since women stopped being able to have babies, What's left to hope for? The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. The youngest person on Earth was 18 years, 4 months, 20 days, 16 hours and 8 minutes old. The ultimate mystery, why are women infertile? Some say it's genetic experiments, pollution. Why do you think we can't make babies anymore? Doesn't matter. It's all over in 50 years. It's too late. Move along! So, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what we see developing. We're heading towards a seedless world. Women are becoming sterile and so are men. And you better believe it's definitely connected to what you're eating, which is genetically modified what you're drinking, which is contaminated, what you're being injected with, which is contaminated, toxic, poisonous, and depopulatory. I've said it a trillion times, a million times, a billion times, ad nauseum.
something is not right about how we've gone about providing health care in this world. Simple as that. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum. We have many more topics to discuss and we will delve into them. Till next time, Shalom.